Hi, it's Nehi, and welcome back to Nehi's Narration. This will be episode two, and I'm recording on a Friday night. I just finished Binjane Legends of Korra. I really wanted to finish it before I head back to Davidson in two days. And I thought I'd just spend this episode giving you guys a quick breakdown of takeaways I've gotten from watching and just my mindset right now. Alright, so quick spoiler warning. If you haven't seen the show yet and you're planning on watching it, definitely click out of this episode. Alright, let's begin. Alright, so going into Legend of Korra, it actually had a really good grasp of what the plot was going to be about because I accidentally spoiled it for myself while doing some research after finishing Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, Basically, Legend of Korra takes place after Aang passes away, so she's the next Avatar. And I knew getting into it that Korra and Asami would eventually become a couple at the end of the episode, which is a really big deal because they're both female, very strong female leads, and it was the first time that a cartoon even gave a hint of a same-sex relationship. Also, while researching The Legend of Korra, I discovered something else that's pretty surprising. Apparently, Nickelodeon almost didn't um, create the series because they were afraid that no boys would watch the show if they had a female lead, which really just blows my mind. But it also makes sense because you'll see girls watching TV shows meant for boys like Power Rangers or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but you'll rarely see like a boy watching like a Barbie movie, you know, unless you have siblings. So I get where they're coming from, but it's also really disappointing that they had to push for a female lead, especially, I think the show was created after 2010, which wasn't that long ago. Also, by exploring TikTok and all the videos that fans are making, I've realized that a lot of people really don't like The Legend of Korra because they think that they ruined characters such as Toph or Aang, or they think Korra is a really bad avatar because um, she cuts off any way to contact older versions of the avatar. But I honestly think The Legend of Korra is an amazing show because it's just more realistic which sounds crazy because nothing about the avatar world seems realistic because people can control the elements of earth wind fire and water you know but the depth that the characters in the legend of korra hold are just so much more relatable for example korra just doesn't bounce back every time she defeats a villain you see a lot of fear, and you also um, see a lot of PTSD from the character, which is something that I think a lot of people in society don't like to talk about. Post-traumatic stress disorder affects a lot of different people. Often, you see it associated with people who are involved in wars, but as the years have gone by, we've realized that a lot of people are affected by post-traumatic stress. And I'm not going to get into examples because I don't want to trigger any listeners. But people need to realize that 
it's okay to be dealing with that. The brain has its own way of learning to recover from traumatic situations. And you see Cora constantly having flashbacks to um, horrific situations she was placed in throughout season four of the show. And you see her mental struggle of trying to bounce back and she just can't. One of the show's biggest themes is family relationships. You see that with the original team avatars, extended families, and how because their parents grew up in such a crazy time, they didn't necessarily raise their kids in the best way. And you see that how it affects the rest of their family. But you also see the bond that siblings share, such as Mako and Bolin, or the Beifong sisters, or even um, Tenzin, Kaya, and Bumi, which are Aang's children. And you see how, because Aang gave a bit more favoritism to Tenzin, Kaya and Bumi just held some grudges for a couple of years. You get to watch these different families work through their struggles, and it honestly reminds me a lot of dealing with struggles during quarantine. Because we've been quarantined for so long, it's easy to get into arguments with people over the phone or even just your siblings because of how close in quarters you are or how far apart things may seem. And that's very evident in The Legend of Korra. But what The Legend of Korra teaches me and what hopefully will teach you guys is that no matter what, as long as you have people out there who care about you and you care about them, you can get through pretty much anything. So it's super important to hold on to the people you love. But yes, I could talk about The Legend of Korra forever and ever and ever, but I'm not going to do that. I just want you guys to think about how you and your families are doing and how you can be there for them and how you can remind them to be there for you and to make sure you check in on your friends who might not be doing well and make sure you allow people to check in on you because like Cora realizes, you can't do everything on your own all the time. Sometimes you need help. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope this episode inspired you to watch Legend of Korra, but also to reach out to the people you love. I'm super excited to see my Davidson people in a couple of days, and I hope you guys are staying safe and healthy.